Welcome to Be A Better Human channel. And today I'm going to try something a little different. Um, I was just led what the topic is today um, for this podcast, but I'm actually going to borrow a Bible study that I found online. Now the topic did come from me, but I definitely believe that this is everything that the Lord wants me to talk about right here found in this lesson 52 from the series um, on Bible.org. And it's called My Way or God's Way. Uh, Genesis 27, 1 through 46 is the is the place in scripture that this is uh, talked about. Where Isaac does things his way by trying to bestow the family blessing on Esau. In opposition to God's revealed will, Esau tries to take back what he had already sold to his brother Jacob. When he is... When he is foiled, he plans to kill his brother. Rebecca deceives her aging husband into giving the blessing to her her favorite son, Jacob. And Jacob lies to his father and outsmarts his brother. Rebecca and Jacob could argue that they were only trying to bring about the will of God. Since God had told Rebecca that the, her older son would serve the younger. But I'm not persuaded by those who attribute high motives to Rebecca and Jacob. I think that what you have here are four self-centered people seeking their own advantage. They all did it their way, not God's way. In the end, they all came up empty and paid a high price for their selfishness. And so um, I think this is very interesting how they broke that down. And I also had, I was going to go back to that in a minute. But the today's title is, not, their title was My Way or God's Way. But the title that came to my heart was Get Out of God's Way. Are we are we in God's way sometimes? And so that's what came to me um, right before I got ready to do this podcast. And so I was trying to find, you know, other people that have talked about that topic because I, that's just the topic that came into my heart. And then um, after it came into my heart, I actually saw something from another from another pastor. And he was basically talking about don't help people. Um, that's basically the premise of what he was talking about. Don't help everybody because the Lord may be trying to do a work in that person's life. And here you come trying to save, trying to save them from their own, um, from what the Lord is doing in their life. And I used to think that, and I still think that to a certain degree, uh, that we shouldn't always continue helping the same person, especially if there's patterns in their cycles that they have, you know, been constantly getting their self back in the same situation but there are other times where lord i think isn't in that in that case he's not telling us not to help somebody you he's going to try to use your your help to be jesus for that person and you help them but you also make them um have a a place in it a part in the help i guess i try to put it that way like you don't just save the day you give them uh, you give them a task also in the process of the help. You don't just don't give them any responsibility in helping their own self out of what they're in because Jesus, that's not that he's the only one who can really solve all our issues and really fully heal us. But he, when he did have other human beings come in alongside each other and pick each other up, there, there's plenty of opportunities. I mean, plenty of, instances like that in the Bible where um, he actually said it was evil and wicked not to help even a stranger. 
that was uh, like the Good Samaritan, the story of the Good Samaritan. Um, the there was everybody had judgment on that person that and that person really was innocent. They had been robbed and left for dead, but there was nothing that that person really had done. They were just well off and somebody victimized them. But he said that the religious people, you know, they had excuses as to, oh, I can't touch him. I'm too holy. I can't touch that dirty person over there that's laid on the street. And then another person crossed over because they didn't want to be victimized next. They had all it basically with another excuse not to help this this person that really needed help. And so I, I don't really think that's always supposed to be our stance when you see someone that's destitute or, you know, really does need a legitimate help. Because the Lord says in another passage of scripture that um, not only not with this, just a good Samaritan story, but he said that uh, true love and true brotherhood is if you see somebody needs food and all you say is I'm going to pray for you that you're not really being wise and you're not being godly to to say you're going to offer something. He said, meet the need first and then offer other things. But if the person is in need, meet that need first. Like, I like that, that this person brought up the story of um, Isaac and Rebecca and their boys. I'm glad that this person took that, took, went, went that direction because... What I'm going to say now is might, might shock you a little bit, but all of them was in God's way because none of them were truly consulting God before they did their, their next action. They knew what they wanted out of the situation and they was they were just manipulating to get what they thought was the prize, which was the blessing and the inheritance for Jacob. And then just as equally wrong was Isaac and Esau trying to still do what they wanted to do in the midst of what like like um the word had already been spoken against that 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 was not going to be the way the Lord was going to do things and that Esau was not the one that was supposed to get it and so here we are we still have people that are going in the wrong direction because they are not accepting what God has already spoken that you have people going in the wrong direction because they're trying to get it in a way that the Lord didn't tell them to get it. So it's not that what they want is wrong, but it is that the way that they're trying to get it is wrong. And so it can't still be right if you have to use manipulation and trickery to get something. And so that's what I'm saying for our lives. Where have we been like that? Because if the Lord's showing that even his children, now these were children of God, Isaac was blessed. He was part of the, the lineage of the inheritance. And we know that no matter what he did or didn't do, his family was still blessed. His family was still, the, the inheritance was still going to flow through his loins because it definitely wasn't going to come through Ishmael. So that was in itself a blessing. But how much do we look at our blessings and we start thinking, okay, to continue in the blessing, I have to be manipulative or I have to, you know, um, work all this overtime and neglect my family or I have to make this, I have to make this move over here. I have to lie on my taxes. I have to do this. Like whenever we're doing those things, we're in God's way. And I just, I just think that that's just, you know, what the Lord is, is, is giving me for this hour and for this day. Now, in the midst of all the things that are going on, people are like, well, 
you know, what is tomorrow going to be like? What's next week going to be like if I don't get back back to work or this, that, and the other? Well, don't you know that if you believe, if you believe that the Lord has brought you this far, he gave you that last job. Don't you know he can have another job waiting on you or he can have provision waiting on you, but he's waiting for you to relinquish whatever whatever thing you thought you had going on, whatever surety, whatever. Because um, that's what you look, that's what I think a lot of us when we get sidetracked is when we start looking for sureties outside of the Lord. And that that's what he knows. He, that's what he does not want us to do. He doesn't want us to think that our our provision and everything is tied up in something that is worldly. And so I'll just leave that there. But I'm saying as I get ready to close this message, because I, I want it to be timely and I want you to think about it. You know, you can be living in the blessing and you can be actually blessed and highly favored and all those things. But you can still be not doing the will of the Lord because we clearly see that in this family, it was a trend and it was something that everybody had kind of grabbed on, grabbed on to. And they didn't even realize they were so far gone and down and down that down that way that they didn't even realize how selfish they were being, how they weren't honoring their family or themselves. And it was just truly not the way the Lord would have probably it wasn't the way the Lord would have had that happen. And because the Lord still knew how to get Jacob that blessing without making him at odds with his brother and his brother feeling stupid and having to feel like he had he wanted to now kill J- Jacob. And so, yes, was it in the will for Jacob to go be with Rachel and get taken advantage of by Le- uh, Levin? I believe the Lord, he has his ultimate way. And so we know that the Lord worked everything out for, for the good of Jacob and that Jacob did end up with everything that he was that he was supposed to have. But at the same time, look at that expense of how it happened. Look at how all the things he lost in the process. He had he didn't get his blessing right away like he probably may have had gotten it faster had he not been at rift with his brother. And then um his dad, you know, his his dad was feeling a certain way about the situation in his death and you know, almost on his deathbed he had to be feeling a certain type of way about being deceived by his wife and his son, his other son. So it's just, we have to, I mean, did I say Isaac? Okay. So we have to, we have to just get back out of God's way. And if we like, okay, Lord, if you gave me this promise and I know you did, Lord, if if it's you that wants this to take place, I'm going to let you be God in this situation. I'm not going to try to force my way, my hand or force somebody else's hand um, I'm not going to try to do any of that, any of those things, because the enemy wants me to fall, fall into the self-centeredness, because then it's really hard to crawl back off that to crawl. Because and then even if you do get what you thought you were going to get, it's not going to be as blessed. It's not the blessing for you is not going to be as sweet because you didn't do it the way the Lord would have had you do it. And he's going to be the one that takes care of your enemies. Because believe me, there will be enemies, but he will then vouch for you against those people. Just like David, David could have took the throne from Saul several different times before the Lord gave it to him in a way where Saul could not charge. No one in Saul's family could charge David as illegitimately getting the throne or anything like that because David had nothing to do with it. 
And suppose David had the attitude of Jacob and his mother, Rebecca. Suppose he was like, yeah, this is this just like those soldiers try to egg him on and say, hey, the Lord has delivered Saul into your hand this day. Take the throne. And he had been anointed king, so he wouldn't have technically been wrong because he had been the anointed king years before this. And I'm sure he I'm sure he didn't enjoy having to hide out and be bothered with being hunted down by Saul. So he had all the ammunition. He had people, he had soldiers right there willing to help him kill Saul. Even if he didn't want to do it himself, he had people willing. And then Saul was in a vulnerable position. He was asleep. So here we are with the way that David did things. And then that way, David was so righteous and he was so knowing that whatever the Lord had for him, it was not going to happen like that. It was, he knew the Lord well enough to know. And that's kind of what he told his soldiers. He's like, well, how would I put my hand against God's anointed? You know, like, it's not my job to take the throne. If the throne is mine, the Lord will make a, make a way and make an opportunity for me to get it. But it won't be like this. And see, and, and see, the thing is, if David would have gotten it in the way that human minds was trying to egg him on to get it and take it, you know, there would have been more problems later. There would have been more problems behind that way because that was not the way it was supposed to happen. And so there would have been more contention, more issues that wouldn't have never had to he wouldn't have had to deal with had he waited on the Lord. And so I think that when it comes to other people, yes, we can quickly say, Oh yeah, I don't need to get involved with that because this person brought this on themselves. But what the thing what about the things that we are bringing on ourselves? as a, you know, as an individual that the Lord is trying to say, Hey, take your hands off of this. Didn't I already give you uh, the word on this issue in your life? I've already given you a word on this. So let me do it. Let me, let me be God. Let me get you there because I know how to do it better than you. And once you, and once the Lord does it, it will be done and it will be, it will be done right. You know what I'm trying to say? So it won't have, you won't have to fight with a lot of other people. Yes, you'll have enemies, but those enemies won't have any ammunition against you because they're going to want to hate you anyway. They're going to want to have a reason to hurt, to, to come against you. So this is, this is the way where your enemies won't be able to have that ammunition against you. They will be at bay. The Lord will take care of them and they'll be looking at you and they'll be looking at the Lord will put a table for you in the, in the midst of those enemies. And they'll just have to look at the glory and the goodness that God and the blessing that you have. But when you try to do it, you're always in contention. You're always trying to one up the next person or one up the enemy or whatever. I'm not talking about the enemy, the devil. I'm talking about your physical enemies in the world that unfortunately we have to have because there's people that don't want to see us living in, in our best lives and our best selves in, in God. And I, and I, that even shocked me. And that shocked me as, as I got older, how much I realized that people didn't want to see me living like that and how jealous it made people and things like that. But I really have nothing to do with that. I just have to live with the Lord told me to do. I have to do what the Lord has given me. I have to be a good steward of it. And so, um, I'm living from a place of abundance. And I wrote that in my journal, like, four or five months ago. And ever since I noticed, I'm, I'm actually taking notice more of all the ways that the Lord has made me live from a place of abundance. And I was already living like that, but I wasn't declaring it. And I wasn't giving him the glory like I should have been. And so as we get ready to bring this to a close, I just want to thank you for tuning in today and you get out of God's way 
and be a better human this week. Much love to y'all.